Thank you for joining the ESPC Sports Betting and Financial Podcast. We are part of the ESPC Podcast Network. Today, we're going to be talking about the 10 rules of betting. Uh, I'm, I'm Jason Maverick, and I'm here with Josh Abner. Josh, the 10 rules of betting, uh, the, the first rule here is never bet on your own team. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Absolutely. You never, never, and I can't emphasize it enough, you never bet on your own team. Why? Because the, the team, right, is like your kid. And what you do is, and that's one of the reasons we've been able to get 70 to 80% on our bets, 52.5% is break even, right? So you make the money off the margin. Restaurant has a margin of 5%. We have a, a margin of over 28, 27, 28%. So not only are you making money on the games, using the top 10 rules of betting, right? Not only are you making that money, you're having fun watching the games because you're not uh, tied to one outcome. Now, I'll tell you what, from Buddhism to mindfulness, <laughs> the recycled therapist out there will tell you, do not tie your emotions you got to tie your feelings to the outcome of anything, right? Because you can only control certain outcomes. You can't control every outcome. So uh, to that end, uh, I've saved a lot of money not betting on, and you'll see the flag up there, the USF Bulls, where I went to school. Uh, I'm like, oh, they lost four in a row. There's no way they're losing the fifth game, right? Boom, they lose the fifth game. Because I'm overestimating the decision, right? And here we use business and financial concepts to make decisions wagering on games. And decision science says that when you put emotion into something, you overestimate your decision. So it doesn't matter what you're thinking. Now with the George Floyd, uh, racial injustice, economic inequality, we're seeing what they call unconscious biases, right? So this is a clear conscious bias. So even if you're saying to yourself, right, and there's, right, you hear these words in the news still, denial, right? Uh, even if you convince yourself that you're going to devote emotion and you're going to wager either for or against your favorite team, you run the risk of having an un unconscious bias either way. Uh, you're so mad at your team for losing, right? They're like, ah, I hate them. Ah, they're going to get killed next game, right? You don't see that maybe they're rebound. So you save a lot of time and money just getting, just staying away from that mess. And it's almost like staying away from an ex-girlfriend or ex-wife or ex-husband or ex-boyfriend. There's too much emotion involved for you to look at that situation uh, unbiasedly. So for that and many other reasons, you never, ever bet your own team. And that's the number one rule of betting that you hear a lot about here on the podcast. Number two there, Josh, if you lose, it's not because of bad luck. It's because you picked the wrong team. Can you elaborate on that uh, number two rule there? Yes. I mean, big time, right? And you see it on ESPN, bad beats. There's no such thing as a bad beat. It, you just did not do enough research you picked the wrong team you have to take personal accountability for the decisions you make 
right? And you have to take personal accountability, right? And track uh, decisions you make, right? And you need to uh, own it. You need to own your bad decision-making, your bad patterns that led you to that result. Now, we're not saying we make 100% on each game, right? Because things outside of your control and things that are unforeseen happens. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you do, you're making a high probability bet. So when you make a decision on a game, you're saying there's a high probability that X, Y, Z is going to happen based on my research. And in our opinion, you should only be at 70 to 80%. Any more than that, uh, you're taking time away from your family. You're taking time away from your job to research games, which you shouldn't be doing. And also, uh, you're crashing in, right? Marginal utility, right? You're crashing in to that area where there is some bad luck involved. And it isn't all skill, right? So it's opportunity cost. That's huge in sports betting. That's why we feel that uh, sports betting has to be in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, I used to think it was just if you owned a business, but I think also if you have kids, right? If you're married, you have two, three kids, uh, and you go watch a game versus spending time with your family, you should be making money on it. Watching games needs to be a revenue generating activity, not just entertainment. So you have to look at the opportunity cost of your decision making and have bring out that Excel sheet, right? Bring out the pen and paper and track your decision making, track your bets 100% of the time. So you know what's going on because there's a huge difference, right? Between what you hope for and reality. And especially in any time, really, I think we've all lived in this false sense of security. But now that we live in a time of pandemics, recession and riots, more than ever, you need to have your mind grounded in, grounded in reality, all right? Not grounded in uh, fantasy or what you believe in. Some people make the mistake of forming an opinion and then seeing the events and conforming to the opinion they already have, right? That's high risk, risky thinking, decision thinking. So a lot of people get away with it, right? Because we live in the richest countries in the world, United States and you're in Canada. But it's high risk. You run a risk of you not being able to use and leverage available information for the benefit of yourself and your family. Very well said. Very well said. Number number three, the third rule there, Josh, is never bet more than 25% of your bankroll. Right. Because, again, perception is 50-50. Sometimes there is luck involved, right? So uh, nobody has a monopoly on the truth. So you're not on the team. You're not the coach. You're not calling the plays. So to say there's a sure thing or a guarantee like you hear on the radio, oh, I got a guarantee for you, call me. There's no such thing as guarantees in life, right? We don't know when somebody's going to eat a bat in China, get sick, uh, travel to the United States, and in nine hours, that's us all sick. We have no idea. So for you to wager more than 25% of your bankroll on any game, it is flawed, uh, low-risk or high-risk uh, behavior, right? 
and you manage your bankroll, and we talked about it on the podcast last week, you manage your bankroll 100% the same way you manage your money, the way you manage your savings account, your investment account, uh, the same way you put money in a whole life policy, right? So you can use the money without paying taxes when you take it out, you know, as a business owner. That's the same way you, you manage your, your bankroll, right? And for me, it's been, what, 28, probably now it's $3,200 that Anna has spent on gasoline, purely on betting money. But we manage it, right? So it's a dual role. It's a functional role. She has gasoline. Number two, she's happy, right? It makes her feel better. I'm like, honey, we have other accounts. Why do you use that for gas? Because it makes me feel better. So the, that's the way you manage your bankroll. It's not, even though she uses it to buy expensive gifts for herself, right? <laughs> Having kids. So she buys gifts for herself and expensive purse dress. It all comes out of the betting money because it makes her feel better rather than taking out of uh, checking her savings. So, betting money goes first, really. But you manage it the same way you manage any other of your monetary accounts. You maintain mental discipline. To make money watching sports, fortunately and unfortunately, you have to be disciplined, but it keeps you disciplined. So the same thought processes you use in business, it's the same thought processes that you use betting on games and making money wagering on games. Number four, uh, the fourth rule there, Josh, is never parlay games. Exactly. Parlays are for suckers, right? They try to sucker you into a big payout, and it comes straight out of the book. What they taught us in Finance 101, what they taught Jason Maverick up there in Toronto, and they taught me variables and covariables. So you eliminate variables and covariables, and that ensures the outcome of an event, right? That comes straight out of probability theory, which is one of the main um, tenets and processes and fundamental mathematical uh, laws and theories that we use in wagering on games is probability theory, right? So it's, it's, it's simple to Jason and I because we live it, right? But you eliminate variables and covariables as you're analyzing a game, you ensure the result. So parlay, what are you doing? You're adding a variable. Simple. <laughs> That's right for sucker. You're going against math. You're going against uh, thousands of years of probability theory and logic. Good luck. That's why uh, parlays are for suckers. And that's why the casinos love them. And you'll hear a lot of advertising in it. But parlays are for suckers. Now, does it mean I never parlay? No. It means that when I do parlay, it's because I think I'm feeling it, right? And I'm analyzing it and I think it's going to happen. And I understand it's 100% entertainment. It's not business. Betting every single game, using equal amounts to bet, that's business. Parlay, pure entertainment, pure fun. And I'm making that conscious decision, right? And I understand that it's not something that you do uh, to bet, you know, it's not something you do, right? What do you think about that, Jason? Make sense? Very well said there. Very well said there, Josh. Uh, rule number five there, Josh, never bet without doing your own research. Your own 
research. Like uh, on the podcast many, many times, uh, Craig Mizrak, very successful man in the investment world, uh, says the same thing that 35 years ago, Bernard Wolfman told me, a very, very successful lawyer who uh, won a case for like $100 million when he was 40 years old. And then later on, uh, was part of the lawyers in the tobacco settlement. And then another couple hundred million dollars. Very, very smart man. When I met him, he was like 50 years old. He says, Josh, you see with your eyes. Now, perception is 50-50. So you see with your eyes, you write it down, you verify it, and you track. You go and you go on Twitter and you follow all the beat writers for the teams. You... Talk to your friends, right? Your friend's a Houston Rockets fan. Your friend's a Montreal Canadiens fan. Toronto Argonauts, right? And you call them and you say, hey, um, I'm thinking I'm betting on this game. What, what are your thoughts on your own team? Now, while you don't bet your own team, people that follow their own teams, right, uh, know more about their teams than sometimes their kids or anything else. <laughs> so they're going to give you a lot of information so you can go, right? And it's basically decision science. In common sense. The more information you have about something, right, the better decisions you make. The more information you have, you start eliminating variables and covariables. And to be detail-oriented, you'll say perceived variables and covariables to ensure the outcome of an event. Rule, rule number six there, Josh, bet the money line. Again, uh, you eliminate variables and covariables to ensure a result. So you're eliminating the variable and the covariable, the actual line, right? We have an article out there that says lines are lies. Uh, the big thing was, you know, they say, oh, the bookmaker wants to make um, even money on each side and make the, the fees in the middle, right? That's not true. They want to make all the money. <laughs> they want 80% they want of the time for the public to be wrong, right? And for 20% of, it's, a, it's the same distribution, right? 80%, 20% of people pay 80% of the taxes in the United States and Canada, right? They use the same distribution. So they want the same people who are paying the least amount of taxes to, uh, they know they're gonna bet the wrong team <laughs> versus 20%, right? They're usually right, gonna bet the good team. And that 80% pays that 20%. And the rest goes to the casino the, or the bookmaker, right? So betting the modeling line and making sure you're getting a good money line number eliminates variables and covariables. I'm sure the result, numbers, result we want is you winning and making money. Of course, of course. Rule number seven there, Josh, bet the coaches, not the players. Exactly, because, again, you're eliminating variables and covariables. And uh, there's this old story about John Madden, right? John Madden went to a clinic with Vince Lombardi, and they went over the power sleep for eight hours, right? One play for eight hours. And I remember watching Tony Dungy, who won a Super Bowl with the Colts and created a Super Bowl team with Tampa Bay. He only had four plays on offense with Tampa Bay, right? And on that team, the defense, you had uh, Rob Marinelli, who was a defensive line coach. You had uh, Lovey Smith, who was a linebacker's coach. Defensive back coach was Herman Edwards. 
uh, defensive assistant was Mike Tomlin. All of them head coaches, right? And they all viewed Tony Dungy as a mentor. So they all used Tony Dungy's system. So one of the reasons that in the pandemic, the NFL and college football is going to go forward is because, uh, because of the pandemic, right? Uh, there's going to be a lot of control. So they are going to control the action. You're going to control the environment. Everybody's going to live in a bubble. And because these coaches have so much control over the players, you can predict their behavior. You can predict what the coach is going to do. Why? Because we've been watching it for 20 years. Bill Belichick has won seven Super Bowls, been watching that man for 30 years. Is he going to change? No, there's no incentive for him to change. He makes uh, $10 million a year, right? There's no incentive for him to change. So we can predict the coach's behavior, and the coaches control the players. So, again, the players are a wild variable. The coaches aren't. They're a constant. So you bet what the coaches are going to do. It's almost like in horse racing, you bet what the jockey's going to do because the jockey controls the horse. Same thing in, in sports betting. Very good. And rule number eight there, uh, Josh, myth lines are made for betting on both sides, and any statistic is useful. As you mentioned before, lines are lines. Right. And then uh, analytics is only good in baseball. And then basketball, it ends up hitting a brick wall, and you got you to gotta understand what the coaches are doing, and you got to understand which player is going to be good in the clutch, and then Another part of it is marketing reasons, right? Who, which team does the league want to win? And remember, referees are employees of the league. But there's key statistics, right? Like if a quarterback can make three first downs with his legs, they're going to win 75% of the time. That's why uh, Lamar Jackson exists. That's why Cam Newton now with the Patriots, it's a big deal because he can make three first downs for his legs. So there's key statistics but to pour mine on stats or give action sports money for data for football, you're wasting your money. Rule number nine there, Josh, stop betting if you're not laughing all the time, having fun, or enjoying, and if it helps you uh, escape reality there. Exactly. Uh, we talk about the value equation, psychological factors plus functional factors divided by time and money. That is exactly, right, the algebraic equation, what value is. So if you're not hitting high numbers on the psychological factors, if you're worried about it, this is supposed to be and is fun. I think one, that's one of the valuable things we provide on the podcast and live streams and banter on Twitter is the fun camaraderie, right? It's a big thing with social distance. You text your friend about what happened in the game. and, and I was talking to a very, very highly intelligent, highly successful businessman and guy in our business, financial services. And he's sitting with a couple and he's going to invest all their money, right? Uh, and the couple says, well, it's going to take us a day before we sign because we had this huge hole in the roof and all this water came down. And his first instinct was, oh, but sign the contract here, right? And he bit his tongue. He didn't do that. But how many financial services reps do that? Right? 
there can't be human for five seconds and say, oh, sorry about your roof. Um, heck, I'll go up there and let me change my clothes and help you and forget about your deal and business or whatever and be human for five seconds, man. So if you can't be human for a few seconds and watch the game and have camaraderie with your buddy, then stay away from sports. It's not good for you. It's not good mental health. You might have a gambling addiction. And that's what we want to stay away from. We want to look at this as a business, an entertainment proposition, not a compulsion or faulty uh, mental health habits. Very well said. Very well said. And rule number 10 there, uh, Josh, use the same logic for investing in stocks, businesses, and in products and betting. Value is value. Exactly. So you're looking at it, things through a new lens. Uh, I know that I'm not the only one, right? 800,000 people switched from uh, switched their money from online betting accounts and bankroll money, and they put almost like six billion dollars in uh, in Robinhood and Ameritrade, right? And E-Trade, uh, and they started betting on stocks the same way that they bet on games, which in a way is a flawed stock. Uh, uh, way of thinking, right? Because on the podcast, we make it clear that salesmen think short term. Business men and women think long term. So you want to look at this as a long term, playing the long game, a long term um, business process and investment process. And uh, disciplined thinking, right? So you're in a pandemic, you're in riots, you're in a recession. You have to have disciplined thinking. You have to have uh, mental strength, right? And on the podcast, we talk a lot about it. And we have podcasts dedicated to mental health first aid kit. My wife's been a therapist for uh, 19, well, 18 years, the whole 18 years we've been married. And she's the expert, right? But all of us have to have basic mental health skills to help ourselves and people around us. If, if you see people that have warning signs and you think they're going to commit suicide and kill themselves or go into some deep depression, right? I'm extroverted. I'm a little bit different. Um, somebody has underlying conditions and they get sick and they're dying. I have empathy for them. I don't think that the economy is more important than their life, right? So I'm an empathetic person. So if I see somebody in deep depression, even though it might not be my place, I might tell them something because I don't want to see them kill themselves or, or injure themselves or others, right? That's the way I think, right? And I don't want to be judgmental or whatever. Somebody thinks opposite of that. However, you do have to have a disciplined way of thinking. And we encourage you and underlying philosophy of the podcast is that you don't get sloppy with your thinking, with your uh, discipline, right? When you're wagering on a game, you want to keep it consistent. So if another part of your life, something comes up, you instinctually uh, use evidence-based, use science, right? In order to make, uh, the best decision possible with the information you have at the time. Very well said. Very well said. 
Those are the top ten rules of betting. What do you think, Rocky? What do you I, think, I, Jason I, Maverick? Jason Maverick. Yeah, you know that that that's uh, very good rules. Very good uh, to to understand. You know, you you want to definitely definitely uh, review this material, and it's it's on the website, correct? As well, uh, where where they could review this, and it's it's uh, as you mentioned before, it's about making smart decisions, and also enjoying the game, and and uh, making sure that this is a uh, uh, is something that you're doing on the side and not your not your full time job, right? Not your you're you're not betting the farm, so to speak, on this, right? You don't want to, you know, bet the farm. Uh, but yeah, very great points, and uh, and the, the the full ten rules are also on the website. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there are professional sports betters out there, but you have to manage your time and use these rules to a T in order to get that. And another piece we'll add. Uh, is that uh, Jason, Maverick, myself, everybody on the podcast is accessible on Twitter. You can direct message us on Twitter, and you can leave a text or a voicemail at 858-863-6501 if you have any questions. And all these rules and articles on sports betting and current information in order for you to make picks is on the website, which is www ecosystems business concierge any final words jason um you know uh, my favorite mantra there is progress not perfection right then, uh you know you know learning learning every day uh you know making making good decisions and tracking your progress I believe is the key. Uh, no one gets there uh, right away, uh, uh, and it's it's important to 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 keep in mind that progress is is the goal. And if you're making progress, you're gonna you're gonna like the returns. You're gonna like the results over time for sure. Absolutely. And then uh, we always close with Winston Churchill: "You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you." Give. That's why we give you this information freely, and so you can make uh, 70 to 80% on your bets, make that money, and we give you better information than what you can pay for. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Podcast Network. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it is free. It's a podcast that I use, <clears throat> and they really do a good job for us here at the GFSN betting and team report podcast that helps us make 70 to 80% of your bets. Now, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started, my brothers. I'm the best there is.